When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Tim and Molly, and we have the really cool privilege to talk to Tyler Henry. He's the medium from the E! Network. He's got the new show called Life After Death on Netflix. He's the guy that talks to the... Our family that's passed on, yeah, right? He's a neat person. Good morning, Tyler. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hi, Tyler. How's it going? Great. <laughs> it is so good to talk to you. We are so excited to chat with you today. Oh, likewise. Thank you for making up the time today. Um, <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing that you do for others, giving them hope and understanding of our loved ones who have moved on to the next life. And uh, you obviously have the, a very special gift that we don't all have. But I think there's some of us that have, you know, I don't know what the right word is, uh, a way to read the room, an ability to connect with energy or like intuition. Um, I want to know, are there ways, are there tips, are there tricks that we can sort of, I don't know, connect with our abilities? Absolutely. I mean, you said it there. Uh, intuition is something we all have. It, it really breaks down the word itself to inner tuition or inner knowledge. And so with that, um, you know, I really believe that intuition is a subtractive process, uh, not an additive one. So I think it's really more about eliminating the things in our life that prevent us from living intuitively. You know, the beeps and the buzzes of our phones, the distractions, the biases that we have. Um, you know, a lot of really refining intuition is about mindfulness and being able to be present enough to really feel uh, what you feel and honor what you feel in the present moment. And speaking of, you know, being busy, you know, mindfulness coming from somebody that has a very, very busy mind. You know, I was watching your Instagram live last night. And you were talking a lot about how to wind down. Uh, what are your tips on how to relax and shut things off? Because, you know, you are somebody that deals with this on a daily basis. You know, I have trouble doing that myself. And if you get any good tips, fill me in because I'm still <laughs> struggling. I'm, I'm working off of coffee here on the daily. So uh, I, I would say, you know, it is, of course, important to be able to carve out that solitude. Um, you know, for me, as somebody who works in the public, and a lot of people can relate to this, anything where you're absorbing the energy of other people, I think solitude is really valuable uh, to be able to just kind of rekindle a sense of self. And then, you know, creativity is, is hugely important, whether it's Painting, cooking, uh, there's so many facets of creativity that aren't necessarily just visual arts. And those just act as outlets for us to kind of blow off that theme. Yeah, and something I will add, my little tip, uh, dog cuddles. We know you're a total dog person. Nancy and Mindy, how are they doing? 
<laughs> They're doing good. They send their regards. They are fast asleep. Oh, <laughs> I love that you have dogs with human names. I, I have, know Nancy. That's I have amazing. a Nicholas and I had a Steve. Yeah. So I get it, man. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> that you, really is the best. And the crazy thing is, I didn't even name them. They came names themselves. Oh, so. <laughs> that's the best. Wait, Tim, me and Tim were major, major dog people, so we had to ask. Um, you were talking about I being your it. your true self, Tyler and. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I think we're all, we all want to be our true self, but mm. there's so many things in the world, things pulling us one way or the other where maybe we want to be. It just doesn't always work out that way. Um, that's something that sure. myself, I've struggled with that through the years, you know, as a gay dude, you you, you start off yep. fresh and then you get twisted through life and then you real, you come to this realization where you're like, F it, I just got to be me. Um, that kind of thing. What are some, some ways we can work on that? Absolutely. Well, you know, you really said it yet again, it's, it's a process of courage and and having to be true to yourself requires courage. It certainly is not an easy act. And I would say in my own life, I've found it to be true that our interests are very often indications of our calling. And so if we can kind of go with where our interests lead us and have the courage to take that leap to pursue them, um, then that can really change the world. I kind of think of, you know, criticism. I talk about this in my second book, um, Here and Hereafter, where I talk about the kind of peach analogy. And, you know, we're all kind of peaches. And you can be the most beautiful, uh, luscious, juicy peach in this world. And there's still going to be people out there who hate peaches. So you have to be true to who you are, uh, despite, you know, what other people say. Obviously, easier said than done. But taking that courage, taking that leap can can really be rewarded. And I think, you know, um, it is rewarded. Through, through time and, and taking those steps. There are people out there that like nectarines. <laughs> They're not peach people. That's right. We've got, we've got some, some people are just lemons. I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> They're sour. We don't That's want, so we don't true. need to deal with that. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, so, and let me just add this in here, Tyler. My mom is probably <laughs> one of, Becky is one of your biggest fans on the planet. I thought she was going to faint when I told her we were going to talk to you today. She's actually tried to book a reading with you before. I know you're on like a five-year wait list, but you may see her down the road several years from now. Um, Amazing. Yes. Yes. Say hello. <laughs> she's, she's one of your biggest fans, huge supporter. She has all of your books. Um, I do uh, something personally. I have a question, something I've always wondered. So I have dreams about my grandma a lot. She passed back in 2013. Uh, and in my dreams, I always know she's passed on. Does that mean it's a visit? I hear so many different things about this and I never know how to comprehend it. Sure. Well, I would say, you know, dreams are one of the number one ways that people seem to come through from the other side. But the question is, how do we determine what's a dream and what's a visitation? And I always tell people that visitations will leave you feeling like an 
uncanny sense that something important happened. <laughs> when it comes to signs, you know, I'm a big believer that we shouldn't have to make signs fit. We have we shouldn't have to look for signs. If something is a sign, if you're getting a visitation, it'll leave you with that kind of uncanny feeling of this was different. Um, also, equally, very often in visitations, people will wake up with that person on their mind. Um, the dream may be particularly vivid. Um, and oftentimes visitations will, will have a beginning, a middle, and an end, uh, whereas normal dreams are usually kind of a discombobulated mix of different timelines. So all of those things are just things to look out for when you dream of a loved one. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that that's kind of how mine tend to be. There's always, you know, I see my grandma and, and I know, okay, she's passed on, but she's here. I'm hanging out with her. This is so great. And then I wake up and it's like a calming feeling. I wake up feeling like I just meditated for an hour. Yes, exactly. Maybe that's the point. Yeah, you right. need she's, to have more grandma dreams. I know she's trying to yeah. tell me to relax. Me uh, and my are, busy mind. Are there that's what right. are some other some other signs that spirits are around us, Tyler? Well, you know, I'm a big believer in the concept of synchronicity, and synchronicity is defined as meaningful coincidence. And I think it gets understated. You know, uh, coincidences happen. We live in a statistical universe. Sometimes things line up, and so that's not what's really extraordinary. But what becomes extraordinary is when coincidences just have extreme meaning, uh, when they really leave us feeling different than we started. And I think that they can have transformative effects in our lives. So um, not not poo-pooing those away is good. And then also just looking at the timing of of signs, I think, can sometimes be a message in and of itself. Yeah, and now I, I keep having all these thoughts because I feel like my grandma is always trying to connect with me. Uh, if, for example, um, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac always makes me think of her, and I hear it at the most random times when I'm stressed, when I'm having a bad day, and that's her, right? That's sweet. You know, I certainly think that they know what we attribute to them, and one has to wonder what causes us to notice certain things, you know, yeah. what causes us to look up and notice the red cardinal, or what causes us to turn the radio station on at a certain channel. You know, I don't believe our loved ones are DJing from the other <laughs> side, but I certainly think that they have the ability to get us to notice certain things. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's very neat. Is there a way to honor our loved ones who've passed on? Oh, through your actions. I think, you know, you may not be able to introduce your departed loved one to people who are alive in in this world and the here and the now, but you can introduce the world to them through how they affected you. You can take that love that you shared with that person. You can take, um, you know, the the benefits that you got from them, what you were able to cultivate, and then you can share that with somebody who desperately needs it in the here and the now. And I think in that way, that gives those in our past uh, a second life, uh, another shot at living what we do and how we honor them. I uh, have a question, and I don't really know how to to ask it in a very like elegant PC way. <laughs> but it, since it is pride, Tyler, is there like when I think like me, I think okay, so I'm a gay guy. I don't. I don't that, that's just part of me who I am. I got blue eyes. You know, I'm right handed. I'm a gay guy, right? That's just part of who I am. But do, do we have superpowers? <laughs> do we? Are we a little more? You know, I think we do. We got the keen sense of style. We pop out. We we know. We tip well. Some of us know how to knit. Some of us can sew. I don't know about the drag drag race. RuPaul's Drag Race. No, I ain't gonna be on that. No, no, I I don't think. I think I would fail the first time around. Although I did, I did get the offer from RuPaul to go on the celebrity version. Did you? I did. He said, honey, you could do full face. I'd say, girl, it looked like Party Monster with Macaulay Culkin. I would not look good. (laughs) 
Yeah, that I don't feel like that's your style. It's not Tim's yeah, style either. I can't either. even have makeup near my eyeball. I'll start freaking out. I did do. I did some drag makeup this week, and I was begging Tim to do it with me. And he's like, I can't have somebody touching no, my eyeballs. It freaks no. me out. But, uh, yeah. But I do feel no like... Eyeball. I'm sure you would agree in a way like you're just you're tuned in almost like maybe you're just more tuned into your feelings. And, it, you know, I guess is that what you're trying to say to Yeah, and this is an honest question. Like, yeah. do, is there yeah. uh, you know, because we're built differently, is there different types of intuition or energies that we are aware of that maybe others aren't? Have you ever like explored any well, of that? That's a, a great point. There are a lot of LGBT members of the community that are, um, you know, working in the psychic realms and, and spiritual and certainly you see an affinity for alternative religions uh, within that community. And I think that's just because we've been faced we with wrap it up, kind of the difficult side of traditional uh, beliefs. And it's made us have to be courageous and explore what we believe in early age, um, you know, kind of fundamental to ourselves versus what is being told to us by other people. So I think, yeah. like you said, we're kind of built differently. Having to do that ensures that as we get older, we you know, are, are using more discernment in what we believe and, I'm willing to maybe explore avenues that other people aren't. <laughs> yeah, well said. And yeah, I agree with well that, said. absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tyler, uh, new Netflix series, Life After Death, super cool. If people want to learn more about you and, like, your story and how you work, that's what that is on Netflix. And then the the newest book, Here and Hereafter, recently number one on Barnes & Noble, 100 bestsellers list. Congrats, Congrats on all the success. Yeah. Um, Becky, Molly's mom, is super excited. Yeah. We're going to personally send this interview out to her. <laughs> But have a great summer. Precious. Thank you so much. I look forward to talking again. Say hello to Becky for me. Oh, I will. And give Nancy and Mindy all the love. Yes. All the hugs. You know it. All right. Bye. Thank you, Tyler. Tyler.